This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. You may have heard earlier in the year, last year, wherever it was in the past couple of years, they had a stand down in the American military. They were concerned about uh, white supremacy. Remember that? That was all a red herring. It had nothing to do with white supremacy. It had to do with protecting the Constitution. I thought it was all a ruse just to create some political distraction. But based on the information that I see, that there is some legitimacy to the story. But the problem isn't white supremacy. The problem is that there are members of our military that are clearly upset, clearly disgruntled, and clearly confused by a a simple, simple matter. Every one of us, every one of us veterans, everybody who served in the armed forces, I don't care if you were Coast Guard, Navy, Air Force, Army, Marines, doesn't matter. Everybody has one thing in common. We all take the same oath, and that oath is to defend the Constitution of the United States against enemies, foreign and domestic. It's not an oath that ends. We took that oath. And I see now that there's military members that are concerned. We're not living by the Constitution. And I now see that they are getting ready to do something about it. I say this is a little freaky to me. i got to look into this information a little bit more to get a little better handle on it. But I was shocked by what I Up until now, I had seen like these rogue, defiant officers... Remember that guy after Afghanistan? He, he was more worked up than I was. You, let me tell you something. You're not going to have a lot of good Marines stand by while their brothers are senselessly mowed the hell down and expect us to sit the hell back and do nothing. You're not going to expect us to sit back, watch our country destroyed, our lives destroyed, our society destroyed, and we're going to sit back and do nothing. It's an unrealistic expectation. With that as a backdrop, I saw this magnificent speech from this wonderful woman. I believe it was out of Colorado, I want to say, but it doesn't really matter. Good Democrat, good public servant, good message. You know what she had to say? She said, she said, the Republican message needs to be less violent. And I thought about that a second. And it came two things that you should know. One, I'm not a pacifist. And two, the time for peace is quickly, quickly eroding. It really is. When I see a group of senior military officers working together, and not two or ten, but tens, dozens, coming together with a, a, a clear, unified message of contempt for a government and for a president, I'd be concerned where that's going to go. This lady going to come out and say, oh, the Republican muscles need to be less violent. You know what I say to that? Screw you, lady. We're pissed and we've had enough. And maybe that message ought to sink in a little bit. Oh, I'm not going to be intimidated. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Before I get into the meat of that, <laughs> that little diatribe, let me share a couple of those stories that came across my desk. I'm sure you've heard about all this, Saul. Eh, maybe not all of it. This one I'm sure you have. State of California apparently passed a law that they must have gender-neutral 
toy aisles and toy stories for toy stores for children. Now I look at this this requirement, and you know you know what's freakiest to me that that the government of the United States or a government within the United States is even capable of doing something like this. When we talk about freedom. How about the stores' free right to choose what they want to sell and not sell? If I'm a Christian store and I say, I don't want to sell gender-neutral toys, is the state going to force me? I guarantee you they're going to make life very, very difficult for you. I've seen it firsthand. I've told you some of the things I've seen firsthand. I brought it up yesterday. The Jewish board president here in our town harassing, in writing, on town letterhead, good Christian organizations. I mean, to be fair, I think he sent them out to, to all the religious organizations. He knew he'd get in trouble if he only sent them to the Christian churches. I wonder what the synagogues had to say when they got his letter. They probably supported it. Probably supported it. He was basically saying, if you keep supporting conversion therapy, we're going to come after you. That's basically what the letter said. More or less the intent of the message, as I understood it. Gender-neutral toy aisles being forced on them. This isn't corporate. This is the Gavin Newsom and the California legislature. All the problems in the state of California. All the issues going on around the world in our country. But the main thing that the California legislature is going to focus on is, focus on is gender-neutral toy aisles. So, I mean, what is there? Some kind of gender-neutral toy lobby out there feeding money to these clowns? I want to mention this story more out of comedic relief than anything. Did you see that the um, the plane crash in Japan? The one plane hit the other. Is it crazy what Japan's going through? The earthquake and then the, the airline. Well, anyway, 367 passengers were able to get out of this airplane on fire, got out within minutes, and were able to, to you know uh, save their lives. 367 passengers without minutes. I don't know if you've flown recently, but if this happened in America, they all would have been dead. Maybe two of them would have got out. The minutes? Have you seen the way Americans move these days? You see it the way people drive? Even my wife said, we're up in New York, the light turns green. There's five or six cars ahead of us, like 20 minutes. Why? Because nobody realized everybody let their foot off the gas at the same time and moved forward. The whole group would move forward. Nope. We'd become a monkey see, monkey do society. And a fat one at that. They couldn't get off the plane if they wanted to. Well, wait till the next person goes, then I'll go. What do we do? Nobody knows what to do. On a slightly different note, given the New Year's theme of positivity, (laughs) uh, goals and accomplishments, I wanted to mention this story. I don't know if I like this guy. I didn't really read about his name. Uh, I guess they call him the the Beef. What's his name? Mazzino. I guess he got a Netflix deal. He's an actor. And here's why I wanted to mention all this. I don't care about any of that. I want to mention this story. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, What fewer people know about this guy is that... um, he was a business intelligence analyst. I mean, this guy's crunching numbers on spreadsheets. And he did it for a beauty and skincare brand called Fresh Incorporated. Um, so this guy's working there, and what he wanted to do is he wanted to become an actor. He hated the job. He wanted to become an I don't know if he hated it, but he wanted to become an actor. That was his passion. And he said, what I would do is I would print out my lines and have them on my lap. So then, while he's typing, nobody's looking. He's studying his lines. And I thought to myself, now, what that also required was that, um, you know, he would get all of his work done in a timely fashion, right? And, and this, I hear a lot of this from, this guy's uh, Asian, I don't know if he immig- you know, migrated here, but I remember having a similar conversation with an Uber driver taking me down to the airport. Young guy, brown skin, 
And he just got to talking. He's like, yeah, I got a full-time job. I do this. I got another part-time gig. He's like, I'm just banking money. I'm going to buy some property. I'm like, wow, man, somebody gets it. I'm like, what do you want to do? I, I, I set him straight. I was like, what do you want to do all that for? I mean, first of all, you're really a man. Do you really want to be a man? Maybe you want to be a woman. Maybe, do you, have you been vaccinated? That's the important thing. What are you talking about all this capitalism for? It's making me sick. It's making me nauseous. I mean, I mean what, do, what do you think about climate change, buddy? You, you got vaccinated. That's the important thing. Jeez. I don't know. These are the conversations about getting ahead. This is the conversations we used to have. It was important to people. United States State Department funds censorship firms that favor left-wing media. You don't say. We've talked about this. This is Obama. I forget the law off the top of my head. Can I remember it? The Smith something act. And they literally, I brought it up on the podcast in the show notes somewhere. During Obama, they literally made it legal for the American government to engage in propaganda. Here's the information right here. United States uh, uh, State Department. Bombshell lawsuit accused the United States State Department of violating First Amendment rights by using taxpayer dollars to fund private censorship firms that have favored left-wing media outlets at the expense of conservative media sites. Under the Biden administration, the federal agency has unlawfully used censorship enterprises that target the American press. I don't want to go on and on through this. We all know what's been going on. Now we know for a fact that our own government has been involved in this perversion of our news, which is driving the country nuts. Those are the easy stories. I got two more I want to share before we get into a little bit more of this election and so forth. This story made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I'm sure you've seen this by now. It's on all the major headlines all over. There was a, uh, a terrorist attack, they're saying, in Iran. 103 people killed. This is at this Soleimani, uh, this general that Trump killed. They're having a ceremony in Iran, and supposedly this, quote, terrorist attack takes place. I'm going to bet you a million dollars that our own government or the Israeli government or both was involved in that. Is that playing fair? Is that being above board? Is that settling anything? The only purpose for that, whoever did it, whether it was Americans, Israelis, or somebody else, the only purpose of that was to escalate the conflict in the Middle East. The only purpose it would serve is that more lives would be lost. The only purpose it would serve to cost more money, to cause more unrest, to cause more sleepless nights. Why? All self-created nonsense, not because there's division or hatred within the country, not because the country's corrupt. Those are not the reasons why this occurred all completely avoidable if we would just mind our own business. And the United States government, Iran's evil, why don't we just stay away from them then? Why don't we just retreat a little bit? Nobody's able to explain that. There's not even a, a, uh, a debate about it. But let me just tell you something. This has me very, very concerned. You know, you're going to go punch a guy in the face Sometimes they just turn and walk away. Sometimes not. And, you know, we keep kicking these countries. Now, granted, they've been kicking back, so that's creating a problem too. But this is not the path to peace. It really isn't. And I have zero confidence that this was some kind of, you know, untethered, you know, uh, independent attack. Bull. Absolute bull. I don't believe it for a second. That's the first story that concerned me. This is the second story. 
and this should really make the hair in the back of your neck stand up. Who would lend millions of dollars to Hunter Biden? Hint, I think the money's already been transferred. Good old Hunter's doing great. He's probably good and cooked right now, high as a kite, having a grand old time. Good old Hunter. I told you, man, this guy knows how to get it. Who would lend, quote, Hunter Biden millions of dollars? See, this is not illegal. <laughs> There's legalities. Legalities. How's Hunter ever going to pay this money back? Then he can't pay his damn taxes. How does Hunter get away with not paying his taxes? And now somebody's going to give him this multi-million dollar loan? Well, it turns out it's a top lawyer in Hollywood. And it sounds like he lent him this money back in 2019, perhaps so he could continue his painting degree, right? Um, this is really concerning that this kind of money, and especially that it's coming from a lawyer. I'm telling you, we got a problem with the lawyers. We have lawyers in our family, too. And I am sure they would take offense to this, but we've got a problem with our lawyers in this country. I've brought this up before with solicitor accountability. You know, we would give pretty much complete immunity to public officials as long as the lawyer approved it. The problem is there's no oversight of the lawyer. So why would some Hollywood lawyer, quote, lend Hunter Biden millions of dollars? Do you really believe any of that? What access was this lawyer buying into what? And what is the cost to us? I've brought this up a million times. I don't care about that meth head crackhead Hunter Biden. The guy's a scumbag. You look at him, look at him. He's a skeevy dude. And I know this is superficial, but people need to start opening their eyes. That's not a normal guy. That guy's never worked a day in his life. That guy's never accomplished anything in his pathetic life. All he's ever done is destroyed people's lives. And it's what he will continue to do. He's a snake. Look at him with his, with his nasty little hair and his nasty skin and his nasty teeth. The guy's a scumbag, a complete scumbag. But yet somehow there's millions of dollars floating in him. He sits there all skitsing out with his you know, drug crap. <laughs> and, and my dad loves me. We don't really care, Hunter. I don't care who loves you. Stop taking money from the taxpayers. Why would that lawyer do that? What's in it for them? These ties to China, how much did it cost us? How much has the war in Ukraine really cost us? Crazy, really. But we need to take out a more anti-violent message, they say. That's what the Democrats say. Really? Do you believe that? Do you believe that, that peaceful, that, that, that Republicans, listen, we need to come together and, and discuss the, we need to discuss what? These people think that there's there's only one gender, or 97 genders. You're not going to reason with them any more than you're going to reason with Hamas. And people need to start waking up to this. You're not going to convert any of these liberal loonies to anybody who's sane. Never going to happen. You don't believe me? Let me take you back in time a little bit. Let's go back on a little journey. Some of you might remember. It was an organization called BLM, Black Lives Matter. You might have heard of it. Black Liberation Movement, back in the day when I started looking into it, when everybody else was jumping, oh, I stand with BLM, I stand with Ukraine. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I stand with white Protestants. That's my call right now. That's where I'm at, all right? The rest of you, <laughs> you're on your own. I don't even know if I stand with the white Protestants, to be honest. I'm going to just stand alone. I think it's my best bet. 
But these Black Lives Matter, I go looking at them and people jumping on board. I'll never forget. Two doors down, this new couple moves in. This is my first experience. We lived on a street that was normal until these people moved in. Then we, we left. These people come in, and it's a white couple, right? Okay. And they, they have a pretty, either right before they moved in or right after they had a baby. Oh, so heterosexual white couple. It's a white baby, if you can imagine. And much to my surprise, <laughs> next thing you know, I see this big Black Lives Matter flag going up. Oh, that wasn't all. And then the rainbow flag. And then came the three-legged dog. And I said, well, we crossed all the boxes, didn't we? What are you guilty of, Whitey? <laughs> what, are you, what are you so, uh, you know, so, so trying to cover up here? I'm like, this is mind-boggling to me. A white heterosexual couple bringing a child into the world, and the, and the, the first thing that child's going to see is a Black Lives Matter flag and a great pride flag. And you don't think we have a big problem? Black Lives Matter. They said it on their website back in the day when I checked. An extension of the black liberation movement. Born by the Muslims. And it's got a dark, dark history. The people don't want to know Black Lives Matter. Shut up. Shut your filthy mouth. That's what I would say. Let me tell you what they did. And how it ties into this election and this, you know, peaceful, this desire for peaceful rhetoric. While the majority of the protests, this is Wikipedia says about the um, Black Lives Matter protests, okay? While the majority of protests were peaceful, this is the lies. I'm realizing now when you're reading this stuff, you need to look at the fact. It's not a fact. The majority were peaceful. Okay, what does that mean? 51%? Demonstrations in some cities escalated into riots looting, and street skirmishes with police and counter-protesters. This is a total fabrication. I'll give you the true story in a second. Some police responded to protests with instances of violence, including against reporters. Oh, so it's the police's fault. At least 200 cities in the United States imposed curfews by early June 2020, while more than 30 states in Washington, D.C., activated over 96,000 National Guard, State Guard, 82nd Airborne, and 3rd Infantry Regiment service members. The deployment when combined with pre-existing deployments related to the COVID-19 pandemic and other natural disasters constituted the largest military operation other than war in United States history. By the end of 2020, by the end of June 2020, at least 14,000 people had been arrested. And I wonder what the demographics on the charges and released are on that. By June, 2020, uh, by June 2020, more than 19 people had died in relation to the unrest. I think the real number is much higher. A report from the Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project estimated that between May 26th and August 22nd, 93% of the individual protests were non-destructive and peaceful. Research from the Nonviolent Action Lab and Crowd Counting Consortium estimated that by the end of June, 96.3% of 7,305 demonstrations involved no injuries and no reported property damage. However, arson, vandalism, and looting that occurred between May 26th and June 8th caused approximately $1 to $2 billion in insured damages nationally. And I, I just got my renewal from my homeowner's insurance. Why is it going up? 
Am I paying for this Black Lives Matter crap? You know damn well I am. Let me give you the, the, the truth of the story. Well, the majority of the protests were peaceful. No, the Democrat political machine went city to city, stirring up violence, dropping off bricks in advance, encouraging black people to attack white people, and they did. They attacked white businesses, they attacked white people, they attacked Asian people, they attacked Jewish people. With no clear set of demands, no clear direction where they were going, all they wanted to do was pervert the election. They destroyed our cities, destroyed our communities, destroyed the peace in our nation. It doesn't stop there. Take a look back at what this prick has done, these Democrats. They all deserve to go to jail as far as I'm concerned. Our elections stolen, troops blown up in Afghanistan. Do you remember me talking about that? Was anybody here? I saw it coming the week before. I told you what was going to happen. Every guy in the military sit there and watch and know exactly what's going to happen. There are going to be dead American bodies on the way out. But Joe didn't know it. That fat, sausage, finger, soft-handed, pedophile-looking freak, uh, Mealy. Where was he? <clears throat> Forced to be part of a science experiment, locked up in our own homes, tortured people who questioned the legitimacy of the election, arresting political opponents, groping women and children, showering with his cousin, blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, well known now, forcefully vaxxing military people, firing people who resisted, destroying the value of the dollar, allowed an invasion on the southern border, sold influence to his office to China for millions. They found documents down at Delaware College, Chinese money, all this craziness. Clear traitor. Meanwhile, the GOP says there's no impeachable offenses. We've got a Republican problem, too. Rand Paul says, I want the government to be so small that there's no influence for sale. So you tell me. Do, do uh, we want to, you know, take a, a, a little less hostile stance on all this? Maybe, maybe we should just calm down and talk a little bit. Well, what's there to talk about? I don't hear anybody on the liberal side talking about the reducing the size of government, reducing these regulations, and getting the hell out of our lives. They're talking about, I'm going to talk to you about this at uh, some point in the upcoming podcast. There's so much to talk about. It's unbelievable. These stories just, uh, they keep coming. But now, you know, they're testing sewage water, okay? And it's okay, so what? Yeah, so they get down to, they're going to stir up trouble for you. You watch. And it's just, the, the options are unlimited. There's another tool for the intelligence agency. So what are they doing? So they got to get down to the wastewater treatment plant where all your town sewage flows to, and they're going to test it. For what? They, I guess they have the ability now to just, like, run these broad sweeping tests. They can tell, like, everything that's in it, I guess, from drugs, and some of that's pretty revealing. Uh, they test it at a school, right? So they can do point data, too. If they can do the whole plant, they can do point data. They go out, they pull a little clean-out cap for the school because it's all going to come out in one pipe pretty much, and occasionally be more. But generally, one spot it all comes to. One pipe, now they test at a school. I think it was out in Illinois or something like that. They find a ton of cocaine and all kinds of... (laughs) Who is that coming from? There's one for you. Should teachers be drug tested? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting stuff. So anyway... Uh, they want to. They're, they're testing this stuff. They're getting you know more and more localized with it. It's going to get to the point where I'm telling you, they're going to be able to drop one in the clean out in your house, and they're going to know if somebody in your house is using drugs or has COVID or whatever they want to accuse you of. This is some serious dystopian, Lenin, uh, Bolshevik crap. We don't need government in our lives like oh for your safety. 
Yeah, do me a favor. Quit worrying about my safety. I want to live recklessly for a while. I really do. Rugged individualism. Let me decide. I want to ride with my seatbelt off. I want to be able to say what I want to say without being corrected. I want to be able to see, see I pee outside. <laughs> I'm not worried about getting my urine tested. Go ahead. I'm going to get my to find out what's going on. If, if something does come up from the house, it's not mine. I'm going to narrow that down a little bit. I do pee inside occasionally. <laughs> Lockdown for, for years. How about beating down the morale of white people? What has Joe Biden done to instill a positive anything in anybody? You listen to Joe Biden and then, you know, wow, I'm proud to be an American. Wow, I'm excited to get up and go to work tomorrow. Boy, I'm excited about the future of this country. Does he instill any of that in you? Does this guy have any bit of his body that is anything but negative and destructive? I wonder if he's doing the duty with 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 uh, with Hunter. It just dawned on me. I wonder if Jill and, and Joe and Hunter got some goofy thing going on. It could be. Maybe this lawyer from Hollywood's involved, too. Joe's letting all this crazy stuff go on, the cocaine in the White House all just made sense to me. What, what's really going on on, on uh, Air Force Two? We should look into that. How about all the lives ruined, businesses destroyed? We want to say we need more peaceful rhetoric. I say we need change. And we need it now. We need it yesterday. I've been saying for a while, I think it is too late. I think it's done. You look at that story I told you. Look at just the stories I've shared with you in the past couple of days. You're going to talk about the, the magnitude of the problem we're dealing with. And the baby on the street, the first sight that they're going to see is a Black Lives Matter flag and a, uh, an LGBTQ flag. How messed up? What chance does that kid of ever thinking rationally? Are they being indoctrinated into that, do you think? Mm, I'm going to say yeah. Without any explanation of why or what, the kid's going to grow up. I guarantee the kid's going to grow up a tranny. And here's how he's going to look. He's going to be skinny with dark eyes and pale skin. and Never work a hard day in his life. But be apologetic as hell. <laughs> Peaceful rhetoric. Peaceful rhetoric. I don't think so. I say the opposite. When is somebody going to have the balls to stand up and really do something? Trump is the only guy. And I didn't bring this podcast up to be, you know, lick Trump's boots. Because I don't do that. You know that. And this podcast isn't about Trump. It's not about the Republican Party. I don't care about any of that. I really don't. Like, maybe I care a little bit about Trump, but not really. He, he's doing just fine, too. Republican Party, you know, all the lawyers running the Republican Party, they seem to be doing fine, too. It's my hardworking friends and business owners that I see struggling, worrying about their children, worrying about the future. Hunter's not worried about the future. Hunter's stacked high on Coke. Right? He's good. And when that runs out, he's got more money to refill. Not a problem. He's in the White House. He's doing the juke. He's got the cocaine in the way. He's, going, he's living the life. They try subpoenaing him. The, the, the washed-up has-been Republicans. It's so laughable. They subpoena him down there. He goes, walks out in front of Congress and laughs at them and then gets in his limo and goes over to the White House and takes off on Air Force Two. Probably got a check on the way. You want a more peaceful rhetoric. Our kids forced to wear masks, forced to be locked down, our lives completely disrupted. Where's our tax money going? Untold debt in this country, wasted money. What has Joe Biden or the Democrat Party done to improve your life? You want, listen, I'm saying it like this. If you want more rules, you want people telling you how to live your life, if you think that's the better way to go, go to North Korea, go to China. Why's it got to be here? 
Freaky stuff going on. Listen, I want to clarify one thing before I let you go. I know it's a little shorter today than the others, but I believe it or not, I have a life too. I do appreciate all the emails. Thank you. You can email me at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. And I do appreciate the feedback, your comments. People don't always agree with me. I spout stuff off. I go off the rails. Things get misinterpreted. It's fine. I don't really worry about it. I've said this a million times. I bring this stuff up. I can't make up your mind for you, and I don't want to. It's not how I am. I'm not Sean Hannity over here just regurgitating the same talking points, right? I mean, if you listen to, if you listen to one Sean Hannity, I didn't bring this up to bash Sean Hannity either, but if you listen to one Sean Hannity show, it's like you've listened to them all. There's not a lot of intellect going into that. It's not, and, you know, look, he's way more successful than me. God bless him. He can laugh all the way to the bank, right? Um, but as far as the, the message goes, what is he really offering? Anyway, you know, everything that I share with you is, is common knowledge. I have very little. I may have a more in-depth view because I've been looking at it longer or whatever. I've studied longer. But, I, look, I'm getting the same information that anybody else can get. I don't have some secret ties to the FBI or CIA or, or anywhere else for that matter. Look at the same stuff as you. You look at the pattern, you see what's going on. But anyway, I don't bring this stuff up to, for you to think like me or agree with me. I don't care. I get, to, get to thinking about it. How is your life really today? You're going nuts. If, if what I see going around locally is any indication, I already know. You're angry. You're bitter. You're, you got anxious. And it's going on everywhere. Why? Well, because of DEI and woke, and it's not who we are. We got to apologize, and we got to pay, and we owe, and we got to pay. What the hell's going on? And then if you complain about, whoa, 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 tone it down there, whitey, you'd be a little less violent there, a little, a little less forceful. Screw you. Screw you. You know what? You know when this country will change? When people start showing up to the town meetings, armed. I mean that. You can open carry in Pennsylvania. And I, I, you know, did I play the, uh, I did, the clip the other day from the SEAL who said he carries everywhere. It is our constitutional right. And what did he say? If you are not carrying everywhere you go, you are not serving our country. You are part of the problem. Now, listen, that's me. I don't carry everywhere I go either. But I ask myself, should we be making a change from that? I started to say I want to make one thing clear before I let you go. I, I'm not an advocate of violence, and I want to be clear on that. And, I, you know, I've, I've studied Gandhi. My mother, as a child, had me studying Gandhi and Hitler. And later in life, I've studied Stalin and Bolshevism. And there really is a lot to the live by the sword, die by the sword type of thinking. And uh, I believe that a violent revolution in this country would basically result in one thing and one thing only, and that is the death of a lot of people, needless death. And I, and I say that tac- tactically, practically, and otherwise. We've got to be very careful with this, this rhetoric, and especially people acting alone. But, but if enough people group together and say, these are our firearms, these are our guns, it's our constitutional right to carry, and we fully intend to enforce our constitutional rights. And if you're going to get in the way, we're going to throw you the hell out of the way. You know, when the town residents finally get fed up with what these politicians are doing in their communities, 
and they go in there armed and they throw them all out, throw the politics, get out. Either get, either get we're going to have our own board meeting because you all are completely corrupt. Get out. I don't see it happening. I don't see any unity in the country either. Anyway, just be careful. I'm not recommending violence at all. At all. What I'm recommending is that we demand that our constitutional rights remain fully and where they haven't, that they be fully restored. That's the direction that we need to go, along with repealing the heinous 16th Amendment. Do you see now when I talk, look at the terrorist bombing in, in Iran. What do you think? What do you think? How do you think that was made possible? Money! Do you not understand that? The United States is printing money. Hey, we're going to go take out Iran. All right, what do you need? Eh, you know, Mealy's over there with his fat hands, right? $700 billion. All right, no problem. We'll get it printed up for you. You're never going to have any integrity in the system as long as that's going on. Never going to have any integrity. you got to stop. This fake money and all this spending, it's dest- we're destroying ourselves, creating enemies out of our neighbors. It's not working. Clearly, clearly, this woke liberal agenda, this progress, how much progress are you seeing? Go drive anywhere in the country. Not just the, the home. I had a guy came back from Oregon. He's like, oh, my God. You know, I have other, my son's out there. He's like, it's beautiful out here. The beautiful places are something not so beautiful. You've got all these homeless people. You've got people supporting them. It's like feeding the animals. It's like having feral cats. I mean, think about it. If you're a 20-something young person, whatever, you're struggling, you find yourself homeless, and suddenly somebody's feeding you and clothing you, and, and you're like, hey, you know what? This isn't so bad. I don't have a house to sleep in, but all of my other needs are met, and I don't have to work a bit. Hmm. Hey, listen, it wouldn't be tempting to me. Because I think more like the guy who was the actor who's trying to do something for himself on the side. But a lot of people, that's temptation. They say, really? I can just sleep over here in the park? Oh, you're nice? Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not even talking about those areas. I know. I watch it here in Philadelphia, outside of Philadelphia, every place I go. Roads getting older, not being maintained. Schools falling apart. Problems getting worse and worse. Crime growing. Less interaction with people. Business is closing. I'm seeing that. It's a shame. It's a lot of destruction at the hands of this Democrat party largely. The Demopub party. There's Republicans that have participated as well. And they've all been very, very well paid. Maybe it's time to repatriate some of that money too. Anyway, we need a peaceful solution to all that. And the supposed to be the peaceful solution is our vote. God help them if they steal it again. That's all I can say. Hey, believe it or not, God willing, I'm going to be back tomorrow. I know we got a lot of great momentum. If you have any comments, please email me, info at ChristopherScottShow.com. And God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll keep up the momentum. Hope to see you there. Make it a great day.